Welcome to episode 15 of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will review The Infiltrator and Ghostbusters, as well as discuss some of the things we did and did not get from Star Wars Celebration. Enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Ozzy, how are you doing? You know me, man. I'm always busy, always around and about South of Florida. Yeah, you're yeah. all over the place. <laughs> it's like you're here, you're there. I I don't know what I can't keep up with you, man. Yeah, like I recently got my car, it's like all over the place. Like, where are you? Oh, you know, I'm in Miami. <laughs> True. Um, I, I'm doing pretty well as as well, I guess, as well as you could be on a day when you're expecting a Rogue One trailer. Dude, and I'm you so don't I'm so sorry, man. Get it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, that's something we'll get to. Um, but <laughs> let's start with on a better note, I guess, uh, depending on which one of you li- you listen to, I think, or which one of us you listen to, I think I should say. Um, let's get to the infiltrator. Mm-hmm. What were your overall thoughts on this? Movie? Um, decent. That's the one I word mean, you would use to That's what it. I would use. That's the word I'm going to use a lot. Okay. Because... Okay. That's I mean, fair, I guess. I'm leaning more towards the good side. I actually enjoyed it for the most part. I do have some issues with it. And I'm not, it's not like a movie I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, you have to see it. But it's good. So, um, alright, well, let's get into our positives. Um, I think, let's start with one that I think we're both definitely going to have is Brian Cranston. Hell no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian Cranston was great in this movie. Um, I don't necessarily think it's like an Oscar winning performance, but mm. he was great. But let's be honest, every I, I think he's at the point where every time he takes a crap, he's gonna get nominated for an Oscar. So I, I could <laughs> I could see him getting nominated for this. Yeah, you said takes a craft yeah. or takes a takes okay. a crap. Okay. <laughs> takes a crap. Yeah. Um so I, I was I like, did know. I hear that wrong or right? Yeah, <laughs> no, you heard it right. Um <laughs> I, I think it was really good in this movie. Um, the the acting in general was really good. I was impressed pretty much by everybody. Um, I think the other standout for me, and it, well, I'll let you talk about Brian Cranston in a second, but the other standout for me was um, who, the girl who played his like fake undercover <clears throat> wife, um, Diane Kruger, I think her name was. Mm-hmm. She was actually really good. Like I was looking up her um, IMDb page and everything, and she actually has some decently big movies on her resume, and I, like, after seeing some of the movies listed there, I remember seeing her, but to me, this was her breakout, because I had never, like, noticed her in a movie before, like, oh, wow, she was good, and she was really good in this. Dude, she's an amazing actress. Yeah. I think she's definitely underrated. True. I yeah. think that's fair to say at this point, after seeing this, definitely. Um, yeah, what do you think amazing. of Ryan Cranston? Um, I thought he didn't. I thought he did an awesome job. I mean, he yeah. he normally really um goes all out in all the yeah. parts that he does. I mean, it could be a cameo; he'll still go all out. So I think he, I think he's definitely yeah. one of the most hardworking actors in Hollywood. I think that's definitely a fair thing to say. He literally works his butt off to yeah. impress um not only everybody else, but he also wants to really. Um, respect the source material and everything. Um, just trying yeah. to impress everybody. Yeah, so I, I, everybody I know you're not the happy. Big, yeah, I know you're not the biggest fan of Breaking Bad, but I think ever since Breaking Bad, he's just been on fire. And because I think what Breaking Bad did for him was showed the world that he can reach a dark level that not a lot of people can reach, and I don't think a lot of people realized that he could get there. Yeah, I can totally. I can totally agree with you on that. Yeah. Totally agree with you on that. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but from some of the things that I've seen, because I have seen a few episodes, yeah. I'm not going to judge the show because I haven't seen it. But um, I mean, he did do. A, I know we're stepping off topic here, but yeah. uh, he did do a gr- a great job from the episodes that I've seen in, in Breaking Bad. So he, he's a great. I actor, think so. he definitely. Um, did a great job in this movie. Yeah. Definitely one of the better parts in this movie. Um, you have any more positives then? Like, what are your other ones? Um, I mean, you took, you took the album right out of oh, my mouth. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The okay. acting in, in general was pretty yeah. good. Um, I really liked 
I really liked um, Benjamin Bratt. Benjamin Bratt did a good job. He played. Um, he played Rob Roberto. Roberto. Yes, Alpino. I did. Really, I remember liking his performance as yes. well. And um, Spanish is Roberto. Alpino. No, <laughs> Um, get that yeah, <laughs> I I really enjoyed his performance as well. There was something with his character that I want to get to um, in their negatives. Yes, not yes. like super negative, but it's just a little issue I have with it. Yes, we'll get there. I have a um, negative about it too, but I think he did a great job. I actually, yeah. For me, something I want to bring up, which I want to see if you kind of noticed it as you're watching or what, but the cinematography in this movie actually really impressed me. Like it opens with this long tracking shot. That was actually pretty well done. And then there's one later in the film. And just in general, like, I really enjoyed kind of some of the shots that they were able to pull off and some of the ideas that the cinematographer had and how to film this. I, I was really, and I really enjoyed watching this film. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, I mean, yeah, I could, I can say, I mean, that he, the, the cinematographer had some pretty good shots in the movie. Um, really did capture the emotions really well yeah. from from different actors and not a lot of people do that I anymore. Mean, I don't know why, sure. but um yeah, so I'm really glad he really caught the emotions and, and it really did get some really good mm -hmm. shots just yeah. in general. So that's something I, I don't know, it just something that stuck out to me as I was watching. I was like, this is actually a really well shot movie. Like I don't know. And it's not a movie that you would think like, oh, the cinematography, you know? Like it's not like some big like epic scene. Yeah. Or, you know, but it just I, I noticed it. I don't know why. Um, all right, and my last real positive, unless you have anything else to add, is the story. I thought, overall, the story was pretty solid. Um, it's obviously based on a true story, and I think, um, it's an interesting story. So, it's, it was entertaining to watch as it was going along. Um, I wouldn't particularly use the word entertaining, okay. but, um, I do think it is a good story. I will give it that. It, it is a good story. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair because let's get into our negatives. It did feel a little slow at times. Um, that's one of the major negatives I had in this movie. It just felt like a drag to me, a lot of the parts, because the trailer, and this is, this is, this is what goes into into um, a negative, they advertise this movie as like a very intense. There were intense scenes. No, though. no, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, there were intense scenes, but they really advertise like it's gonna be like a really intense ride, and it's mm -hmm. gonna be like thriller, and it's all this stuff. But I mean, that's how the trailer. That's how the how I advertised it. I mean, that's how I saw it as. So really, going into this movie, I mean, I I did like the dialogue, I did like the story, but it just felt like like this is dragging on now. I, I agree that it felt a little slow, but I won't go as far to say as it was like dragging on as it was going along. Um, I do, I, cause I really, there were some really intense scenes. That's something we should have mentioned in our positives. There were some moments where I was like, oh, that was like a really good scene. Um, but I do agree that it had some slow moments. And I think a lot of that had to, had to do with kind of the way they told the story. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I do think the story was, good and interesting but sometimes the way they would like explain things or tell you what was happening or like you'd just be like wait okay like i don't know how that works or who is this again it's like i i don't know like it got a little confusing at times and i don't think that helped with the pacing because you you like in our minds we're kind of like okay wait what's going on and it slows us down as we're watching you know what i'm saying yeah did, were you were you as confused as I got at par at points as to like who this person was and like what was going on? I mean, there was just so many different lines of command. So true. That's so fair. I I got annoyed with us reversing back. Yeah. So that's 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 me at this point. I was like, why are we going back to this? Um, another negative for me actually was um, as much as I loved Benjamin Brad, I was just I was I was just really upset that we didn't get more of him that's, that's my exactly. negative because i really was interested in his character mm -hmm. and he's arguably one of my favorite parts of this movie um because he was just so interesting very he true. was very calm and i'm just like wow like oh and i forgot to mention this in my pauses but like you really do care for the the relationships mm -hmm. in this movie and 
I would have just loved to see definitely more dialogue yeah. with him. And, and it just sucks because he comes in towards like the last, like sort of the last piece of the yeah. second act. And then he's just there for the mm-hmm. third act. So it's really sad that we don't get to see him for more. I definitely do think we need more of him um, in, in this film. He, he uh, it was a great performance. There's no denying that, but I just, don't feel like we were as attached story-wise just because we didn't spend enough time with him as we should have been. Yeah, I mean, I you do, you do like I said, I mean, you care for his family and him, yeah. but you just want more of him because so, he's an interesting guy. He's yeah. a likable character. Mm-hmm. He's really smooth. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, I want to know more yeah. about you. And like you were saying about the relationships, like it, re- they all really worked and you like believe them. I just don't think we spend enough time in them to care when certain things happen. No spoilers in this movie. Yeah. That can Is that fair? Completely agree. Yeah. Okay. Completely agree. Um, so unless you have any more negatives, you want to just get into our scores here? Um, the only other negative that I have is that I feel like there's some okay. things in the movie that need to be oh, right, right, right. taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think that goes along with your whole theme of like it being slow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just, I mean, if you're, if you think that, then it follows suit that you would think that there could be things that could be cut out to sped up the movie. So yeah. I think that's fair. Um, I, again, I wouldn't go as far as to call it slow. Like, I don't think it dragged on. I think there were moments that I was like, okay, like, do we need to be here right now with more exposition? But I, I think it's fair. Um, all right. So what is your score for this movie, Ozzy, for The Infiltrator? I'm going to give it a 6.6. Okay. Um, I am a little higher than you. Uh, it's a little higher uh, than you, man. Uh, maybe a lot higher, actually. Um, I'm at a 7.5. What the hell, man? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't lie. Like, if somebody were to ask me what, how was the movie, I'd be like, it was good. I think the performances do hold it up, and I, like I said, I love the cinematography, so I do think you can enjoy watching this I don't movie. think a performance can save someone from boredom. <laughs> but I don't think it was boring. Like, I think the story was interesting, but I think that there's just so much information and everything that really just there's just information, information, information. And you're just like, wow, okay, like it's really information packed. <laughs> I don't okay. think that's I mean, and it's not a thing. bad thing, yeah. but it's just like I wouldn't say it's a movie that you need to see or that like it's a good movie. I mean, I'd say it's good. I mean, I think it's okay. I'm, I'm not gonna uh-huh. say it's still it's not in my top 10 of the year but i mean it's definitely it's not mine either i'm yeah, just saying it's, it's just, good it's, it's decent yeah. yeah all right um well i guess you can decide who you want to listen to when deciding if you're gonna go see the infiltrator um all right ozzy do you want to move on to the ghostbusters i mean really we really don't even get a choice <laughs> <laughs> true um which that's gonna sound like all right let's let's start off with okay we did you like the trailers for this movie? Um, I was sort of whatever about him. I think we both were kind of like whatever about yeah. him. Okay, yeah. Um, the internet decided a long time ago that this movie was going to suck and that, oh, this is a horrible idea. And then, of course, the other side of it, everyone's like, oh, it's sexism. Well, no, you just, the trailers weren't that good. And that's the problem. Yeah. Um, sell me on buying this movie. Yeah, so... That's, but I, I didn't hate the trailers. I know a lot of people that did really hate the trailers. I didn't hate the trailers. I thought they were whatever. They were okay. They, they were just I, they, they weren't, were they were inoffensive. Whatever. Um, I do think there were moments that were great, but there were moments where I was just like, okay, is that the joke? Um, and I think that that is accurate, an accurate portrayal of the movie. There were moments where I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then there were mo- a lot of moments where I was like, eh. Okay, like, sure. I, and inoffensive is the way I described the trailers, and inoffensive is the way I described this movie. It's just like, it's there. Um, it's fine. It happens. Whatever. That, that's just, I, I don't really have strong feelings about this movie either way. It's just kind of like, eh, it exists in the world. Um, so, but anyway, let's get into our positives before we go into, like, um, our ratings, obviously. 
So what do you got, Ozzy? Um, I had fun in this movie. I relatively did have fun in this mm-hmm. movie. I thought it was still a good time. I mean, there were definitely problems with the movie, but I overall did have a good time. It was a it was enjoyment to yeah. be had. You know, I mean that's I mean that's personally right. for me. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you agree. But, uh, I, mean, I I think there was enjoyment to be had, I guess, but I don't think it was consistent at all on any level. Okay, um, I'll, I'll agree with you there. I mean, it wasn't consistent. I mean, I w- if you're asking me, okay, if you're gonna ask me, hey, Oz, like, would you hang out with like the characters in this movie? I'd be like, yeah, sure. I mean, whatever, sure. All right, well, let's, let's get out. to these characters. Um. Because I, I do think, based on some of our conversations right after the movie, I do think there's going to be some strong disagreement here. Um, let's start with the Ghostbusters themselves. Um, did you like them as characters for the most part? Like, how did you take to the actual Ghostbusters? Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I think that um, the cast was was good. I think yeah. we all had. I think they all tried to have a good time with this movie, and that's, that's good. I like seeing that. Um, my, what, they have, they're all really good, but one of the, there's two that stand out to me. You're going to, you completely disagree about one of them. Um, Kate McKinnon, who plays Jillian Holtzman, I thought she was great. Definitely had fun with her character. You didn't like her well, at I, all. I'll save my thoughts on Holtzman. That's his negative. That's um, his yeah. negative. And then I also like you Leslie Jones. just did Jones. air quotes for everyone that's listening to this. Wait, what? You just did air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're recording an audio podcast. I don't care, man. Anyway. I still use hand gestures. Okay, sue me. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. Move along. What's your, who are you talking about? Leslie Jones? Uh, yeah, Leslie Jones actually did a, a good job. I thought she would be like my, le- like my least favorite. Really? Yeah, because like, I thought like... She's my favorite part of the trailer, so I was very impressed by her. No, I was just, I was, like, annoyed by her character, like, in the trailers, but, like, like, she was actually probably, honestly, one of the most related, probably the most relatable character in the movie, so I was just like, wow, I can, I can really get on board with you. She is the person who sits in horror movies and yells at the people on the screen, like, what are you doing? Why are you walking towards that? It doesn't make any, like, she's that person. I do think she was... For me, she was my favorite Ghostbuster. She was my probably my favorite character in the movie, but except for Chris Hemsworth, but we'll get to Chris Hemsworth. Um, she Leslie Jones, I thought was great. She, every almost every time that she spoke, I was like, "That that's funny." Like it, it was never. I don't think there was any moments in this movie where I was like dying laughing, like there was in Mike and Dave Meet Wedding Dates, which we just saw last week. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of times where I was like, that was pretty funny. And Leslie Jones had a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the other Ghostbuster that stood out was, um, oh crap, I wrote it down. Kristen Wiig. Um, she was, um, I think she was the most well-developed character throughout the film. She's the only one who I felt like had like actual depth to her. And I thought it actually worked. Um, it starts off with her and she... Kind of because of that, it kind of feels like she is your main character. Now, as it goes along, you kind of it splits up, and it's like, okay, we're following this Ghostbusters team. But as we start, it feels like she's the main character. Um, so I really liked her arc. I liked how it, everything kind of tied together with her. Um, she was the one for me. She just felt the most real, so she was easy for me to attach. To. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they her characterization was probably. By yeah. far the most well developed, which I have to give her uh, credit for. Um, as for the other two that I did not mention, um, Melissa McCarthy, she was fine. Um, I think there were moments where I was like, "Oh, that was really good." That's Melissa McCarthy and Paul Feig that I that I really have come to know to love. And then there were moments where I was like, eh, "Okay, sure." Um, as for Kate McKinnon, we'll get to said that to our negatives, but I think this kind of again reinforces what I said at the beginning. Like I liked half of the, I really liked half of the Ghostbusters team, and I liked parts of this movie enough to maybe equal half of the movie. Um, but whatever. Another thing that they have is they do have some good fan service. I have to address that. Sure. That's, um, that's- 
I personally, maybe a little too much, but I I don't think I mean, it was I, like I, overwhelmingly. Yeah, too I mean, much. I personally um, don't remember the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters film, but I do know that they, from what I saw, obviously they did have some pretty yeah. good fan service. Sure. Um, what did you think of Chris Hemsworth? I thought he was he was hilarious. One of the best. <laughs> like there is so many. Honestly, he hasn't come out with a lot of good stuff. Other than the Thor movie, yeah. Yeah, but if he took on more comedic projects that were, like, by actually, like, really good comedic directors, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind him. Like, he was actually pretty funny in this yeah. movie. He he is an underrated comedy actor. I do think that um, people think of him as, like, oh, Thor, like, the big action star. But I, I liked him in every comedic role that I've seen him in, and this is no different. Like, he kind of plays, like, an over-the-top stupid character. Like borderline mental disorder, but <laughs> I mean, I, it was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, like he was <laughs> really like awesome, um, and yeah. I do think that he 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 deserves more credit with a lot yeah. of his work, well, <laughs> a lot of his comedic work. True. Um, so I'm definitely interested in seeing him in some more comedic stuff, and yeah. maybe even getting a lead role in a comedic mm-hmm. movie in sometime in the future. Um, would you have any more positives? Um, that's, I think that's it for me. Okay. I, I got one more to throw in there. Um, the ghost, the actual ghost busting action, I thought it looked pretty cool. I, I, there were like all the scenes where they're like capturing ghosts and like the, obviously the big climactic end scene. Mm-hmm. I thought it actually looked pretty good. I, it might have gotten a little over the top in the very end of the movie, but I, I had fun with it. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty entertaining right now. Um, so, I think that was really well directed and really well shot. And the CGI is fine for what this movie is. So, mm-hmm. um, that helps. Um, but yeah, I, I think the action was done pretty well. Oh, I have one more positive, but it's going to lead into my negative. So okay. it's going to be a nice transition. Um, some of the comedy did hit. Mm-hmm. Transitioning to my negatives now. Some of the comedy didn't hit. True. Okay. <laughs> um, look, with comedies, comedy is the most sub- subjective thing when it comes to film. Some people are going to find something hilarious, and some people are going to find that exact same thing really stupid. And so that's why it's difficult when you're reviewing comedies. So take everything we say with a grain of salt, because our sense of humor might be completely different than yours, and... I think my sense of humor is different than Ozzy's on certain things, which leads me into Kate McKinnon. Um, I'm sorry, she just felt like I didn't. No, I didn't. Shut up! I didn't find anything she was doing funny. There was I she one. Was funny. There was one I'm not time. Spoil any scenes for you guys. Look, she basically throughout the entire movie, her sole purpose is to be fun. That's her sole purpose as a character, and. I giggled once and once, and it was like a chuckle. I don't I was think like, her sole purpose was to be like the outside character. I mean, if you think about it, okay, Leslie Leslie Jones' character and her character, they were kind of like the oddball out, if you think about it, because her yeah. and Melissa McCarthy, well, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy, they have a relationship going back. Yeah. Those two just came into the picture. So, I mean... Um, that's what I would say. I mean, it's like they're like her and Leslie Jones and Kit. Uh, well, I'm just gonna call her. Uh, <laughs> literally, the name slipped out of my head just now. Anyways, yeah. But anyways, um, she. I thought they were both um both oddballs all oddballs out and. Sure, that's you know, that's fair, but I don't think her sole purpose was to literally be okay, like whatever comedic. But that's what it came across as. Because every time, like, she just felt like she was trying too hard. And, like, she would do say something, and I was like, was that supposed to mean, okay, sure. And, I don't know, I just didn't, and I don't buy her as a character. That's, I think that's part of my problem, is, like, for you, for me to, like, laugh, like, I have to buy that you actually, like, exist, would exist as a person. And I just, I'm sorry, she just was like, she was a caricature of an actual character that I felt like was like actually there. I felt like she was some overdramatic, like, version of some character that they originally wrote. So, I don't know. I mean, it, for I me, her, everything she did just did not work. It, it worked for me. It really, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe, like, people, 
I haven't seen an interview. I haven't either. Maybe so. people hate her. Maybe people love her. I personally loved her character. I think she really worked for me. I mean, she made the movie. Yeah, knowing me, I'm probably me. in the minority here. So we'll see. I um, mean, let's have a vote, guys. <laughs> yeah. We can have a poll because I won the last Twitter poll. Po- Let me tell you something about the last <laughs> We're not even going to get into it right now, but we're going to get into it sometime before you leave. Oh, we Mr. Um, anyway. And it's going to be in a podcast, by the way, guys. So just so that you know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I, I don't really have like too, too much about this movie. I, I think some of the side characters just didn't, didn't need to be in the movie. And I'm also gonna just, I'm also gonna address something. There are some subplots in this movie mm-hmm. that start off and they do not address it for the rest of this movie. And it is ridiculous to That's me. just bad editing. And yeah. I'm just like and it bothers me because I'm still thinking about it as the whole entire movie's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge negative for me. If you if you're gonna have a subplot you know, finish it, end it. Okay. Attach um, it to the plot. See, for me, some of the subplots were like, j- again, just, I think it was supposed to be funny. I was just like, okay, like, I, I don't know. It just didn't work. Um, like, a lot of the government stuff that they tried to tie in, I was like, I think this is supposed to be funny. The villain was, I like, I think he was supposed to be like, so creepy that he's funny. Oh I was just my like, gosh, that it, is another negative for me. It was stupid. It was I literally, like, okay. I don't find him compelling. I don't find him scary. I just found him like, like you're trying to be creepy and make it like, that's supposed to be funny that you're creepy. And it's like, no, like you actually have to like do something. You can't just be creepy and expect me to laugh at you for being creepy. I don't know. It, his character annoyed the crap out of me. I mean, I, I just saw this movie and I already forgot who the villain was. <laughs> like, was just, like he was probably like the worst villain I've ever seen in the movie this oh, year. Okay. Like, damn, dude! Like, literally, I thought he was a cameo. Like when I first saw him, and he just explained that I'm like, all right, he's just you know, this dude that don't. I mean, I hope I never see him again. But sure, and then I, I see him again. I'm just like, okay, so this is this is what I'm seeing. Okay, sure, okay, this is this is actually up. Okay, all right. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I, I don't know. It a, a lot of that just didn't work for me. I don't get me wrong. There were some side characters and elements that I did find pre- pretty funny, like the Chinese delivery guy. That, that was, was hilarious. Um, oh my god! We got like a cameo from the guy who plays Tywin Lannister, and I was like, "That's random," and I thought that was fun just because it was Tywin Lannister. So that was cool. Every um, time I see him, I always think, "Bastard, Tywin Lannister." <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, do you have anything else to throw in here? Um, no, that's, that's about it for me, man. Um, I have one kind of like overall negative, just as like an overarching thing that for me is what holds the movie down to, um, kind of like middling, like it exists status. Okay. It's just, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but for me, it almost felt like that the entire movie was not a Ghostbusters remake. Like, it wasn't, like, kind of taking Ghostbusters and, like, putting a different spin on it. It almost felt like a spoof or a Saturday Night Live skit of Ghostbusters. Um, I don't feel that way. Really? Mm-mm. For me, that that's just how it came across. It's like, it, sure, it was, like, a fun interpretation of Ghostbusters, but it was, like, it, they took what the old movie did and then they were just like all right let's kind of let's just mimic that and it felt like just a mimic a mimicking of it it was just like yeah we're doing a ghostbusters skit it was, i don't know it just didn't feel original at all and well, i know it's a remake so it's not it gonna feel overly original feel original because i mean i don't know it, did, it just didn't feel original it was like a remake sequels type type thing and it i was, would have preferred it be a sequel to be honest, but yeah, I would have preferred it. I think it would have been better if it was a sequel. Yeah, like I mean, we've been seeing stuff with sequ- sequels, and guys, don't tell me wrong here. I'm not trying to like those of you who are thinking, "Oh my gosh, it's sexist." No, it's we've seen it before when we've seen like Jurassic World in a sense. Like we didn't see like a lot of main characters from the from the first from the first one, but mm-hmm. we did see like a cameo who was there in the first one. 
and it's basically handing sort of the torch mm-hmm. to the new characters in a yeah. sense. And I would have liked to see that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you do see some characters from the past in there. You get a cameo from Bill Murray. That's not a spoiler. It's well out in the news. But it's, I mean, it's it's not the same. It's not in the same universe, it's so it doesn't matter. Exactly. He's so like, it's he not, plays a different character. Yeah, so it's not like... It's not like we're handing it off at this point. It's kind of just like, okay, this is like a brand new thing. Yeah. And I think that, and I think that was a mistake. I would have loved to see like the old characters really interact with the new ones and mm-hmm. say, okay, like, okay, like, this is your thing now. Let's, yeah. let's do this. I think that would have been a better story. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to our scores. I think we're going to be a little flip flopped here from our last um, review right here with the infiltrator, but what is your score for Ghostbusters? 6.4. Really? Okay, we're not as far off as I was expecting. I'm at a 5.5. <laughs> I, it, it, like I said. This man is always like, oh, we're not that far off, 5.5. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not horrible, like, it's not horribly <laughs> off. It's just like, I, it exists. Like, I, I don't know, I'm not going to tell people to go see it. I think that some people have fun with it. Sure. I had fun with it, which is why it's just like, I, I can I, give I it that. I mean, it kind of, it doesn't offend me. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think it's a film that exists. I'll never watch it again. But I didn't like hate myself as I was watching it. So sure. Um, <laughs> that's, oh what gosh, that's what I got. That's what I got. Um, as you can see, we have very different wide ranges, but like, Ten to nine points over here. I think this just shows the subjectivity of film. That's what this does. It's like we kind of... We both watch the same thing, but we both have very different opinions on it. And I think that's an, that makes it interesting. That's That makes it fun to discuss movies. That's what makes it fun to discuss movies. Yes, it does. I, right. can, I, uh, I cannot disagree with you on that. All right, well, let's get into something that I kind of wanted to talk about today. Um, yeah, I know, I'm just kind of, I'm just going to say yes and no to whatever crosses. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but because hey, this was both our, if I'm not mistaken, this was both our number one movie of number one anticipated movie for the rest of the year, correct? Um, yeah, it's still my number one anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, th- like, Rogue One, Star Wars, um, or a Star, Rogue One, a Star Wars story is what the official title is. And, um, we are a day into Star Wars celebration now. We're recording this on Friday night. How long is it, how long is this for? Star Wars celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, it is three, four days, something like that. It's all weekend. Okay, so we still have time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's still a possibility that we get a trailer, but speaking of that mysterious trailer, we had been getting reports for the past week that we were getting a trailer during the, st- during the Rogue One panel, or there were reports that we were going to get it at the um, um, ABC Force Awakens special tonight, that broadcast tonight um, at 8 o'clock, and we got it at neither. I watched the entire panel. I paused my Stranger Things binge, which we'll get there on... I, Probably our next episode will review that if I'm, we'll, we'll figure that out. It just depends. But yeah. yeah. Um, but I paused that and I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this panel. Watch the panel. It was a decent panel. Um, I think they kind of revealed a lot about like different planets. Um, like I, you get the sense from a lot of the actors that like if they're afraid that if they say too much, they'll be shot on sight, <laughs> which makes sense because, you know, Disney, um, and Lucasfilm, they're very secretive. So, I think that was interesting. Like, every time that they, an actor opened their mouth, they, like, look at Kathleen Kennedy and, like, can I say this? Are you not allowed <laughs> to speak right now? So, like, I don't know. It was really interesting to see that kind of dynamic. Um, but anyway, they showed us, first of all, a poster, which you saw the poster, correct? Did you like the poster? Yeah, I liked the poster. I thought the poster was really I think good. the poster is amazing. And that, as soon as I saw it, right now. yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I am getting that poster. <laughs> like, I don't care how, I don't care when, I don't care how much it's going to cost me. I'm getting that poster. Um, it is gorgeous with the, it's on a beach. There's, I, I think it's stormtroopers storming and, or stormtroopers and rebels on the ground of the beach. And you see the Death Star in the background. I think that's just such a powerful image. And I'm loving that they're pushing this new, like, kind of tropic, um, 
planet that they're that we're getting in this movie because I think it's just it's great to introduce new environments to the, to the Star Wars universe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, I I really loved that poster. And it's it's my phone background. I think I'm pretty sure it's most of my friends' phone backgrounds at this point. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just really like that poster. And then they also showed us a, um, featurette, uh, behind the scenes footage featurette. And you watched that, correct? Yeah. What did, did you like it? Did you think it showed a lot or did you think it was kind of the same things that we've seen? What'd you think? Uh, I liked it. Um, I thought it, I thought it was, I thought it was really good when they were explaining like, um, different things that were going on at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was, you could see it's a very different Star Wars film. And exactly. that's honestly what I'm excited for. It's a very unique take on this universe. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in the featurette. And it's definitely different terrains that they're trying out. Yeah. And it's, I think it's different cinematography that they're also trying out too. Yeah, that's something they touched on in the panel. It's yeah. kind of Gareth Edwards like style of filming kind of like it makes it like in your face and like you're immersed in the universe. Yeah, he said he didn't use a lot of green screen, yeah. right? Which they they said that for the Force Awakens as well, which you can tell that, but I think um they definitely again put a heavy emphasis on the practical effects side of things in the future and I that's really interesting. And you see a lot of the stuff. Yes. You see the back, this big sets and you see the creatures that they're using. I thought that little like weird ape monkey thing <laughs> that was shooting that gun. That was yeah. really funny. Um, and then Anthony Daniels playing it or, or who was it? I don't can't remember, but um, I did. Re- I, I liked behind the scenes footage. I thought it was kind of shot or it was edited like a trailer, like with the music. <laughs> it was like supposed to get you pumped up. But in the end of the day, it's behind the scenes footage. And the thing is, they were like, you want to see something? And then they showed you it. And then it's like, you want to see it again, don't you? And then it showed us it again. I'm like, you know what we want. Like, <laughs> for me, like, I know I'm going to about to go off here and Ozzy's preparing himself, but I'm ready. Look, we got so many reports and you know for a fact that fans are expecting a trailer to open up Star Wars Celebration. You, you give us, they played for us the people streaming it. The behind the scene footage three times. Three times. And every time they, they treated it like it was something new. And I was like, like, that's just cruel. Cruel and unusual punishment. And then we have the report that they're gonna show it during the feature, during the documentary thing, which the Force Awakens documentary that they showed on ABC is the exact same thing that's on the Blu-ray for, for The Force Awakens. I've seen it before. So I sat through that entire thing all over again, and then at the halfway point, they showed the featurette again. See, that's why Come I can't... On. See, that's why I don't really listen to a lot of reports nowadays, because anything but, can happen. But stop, Disney knows, and I, this is why I think Disney dropped the ball here. They know what the fans are expecting, and... They just kept teasing us and teasing you and teasing you. And you ultimately, you end up giving the fans blue balls. That's what it is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. That's what it is. See, it's just, it's just a tease, though, man. It's the tease of everything. Yeah, but the thing um, is, and look, there is reports, which I was secretly maybe semi-hoping that it was leaked, but there it was shown to the people at Celebration, the trailer. It might not have been the full trailer. There's some discussion there, but it was shown to the people there. But why are they not... Sh- like, it almost feels like they're trying to save it for the end of Celebration. But, it's like, come on. No, but you have to understand, but that's like what a lot of stuff... That's what a lot of studios do. Like, especially during Comic-Con. I remember when... Comic-Con, um, they tried to do that. But last year at Celebration, they didn't. I mean, but that's... Maybe they're trying to do do it differently. And I'm not saying it's the right thing to do because yeah, I mean, I, I, I get mean, it. Comic Con. I mean, I remember, I remember when Asia Ultron was like um, in in Comic Con, and everybody saw the trailer for that, mm-hmm. and we got like the teaser for Batman vs Superman. I was like, I want to see it, and I couldn't because yeah. it was really exclusive, and you had to be there at Comic Con to see it. And yeah. 
it's annoying. Yeah. I don't live in California, but, um, that's how they, that's how they do a lot of stuff. Like they'll mm-hmm. show the people who bought the tickets to go there. Whatever. They're there. Like that's, and the that's thing. the thing. Like they're there. So they're able to get like all these exclusive things. And that's what I feel. And like I, when you buy like a ticket like that, I feel like that, like those are the benefits that you get. You get to see everything earlier. I don't think it should be like that. I mean, that's okay. That's be that. And that you have to understand that that's because that's the only because you didn't buy the ticket. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying. The benefits that they should get is physical things. Like, the people at that panel all got free, free post, free, that free poster. They got mm-hmm. it for free. That's the kind of stuff you get when you go to these events. But the problem with hold, withholding trailers at these events is that we live in a global market now. We are all, because of the internet, we are all interconnected. So when you show one group of people one thing, it just ends up pissing people off when you don't show it to everybody. No, I'm, and I understand. I'm not saying it works, but that's I get, how I get they do the it. thought process, and it's stupid. I hate I, it. Again, I, I agree. Because um, I, I remember, I remember, yeah. like I would, I would sit there and I would hear all this stuff at Comic Con, and it's gonna happen again this year where. I'm going to hear, like, this great thing about, like, a trailer, and I'm going to be like, I want to see it, but I can't see it for the next, like, two months. Yeah. it's And it doesn't make, to me, it doesn't make any sense, especially with how hard they're pushing, like, oh, you want to see this feature right again? And it's like, this this is cool, but it's not going to get anybody's blood boiling. Like, nobody's going to be on the internet rapidly, like, oh, my gosh, did you see this? Like, I I didn't, I didn't share the featurette. I didn't share, I didn't retweet it on Twitter, <laughs> nothing. I was just like, oh, it's there. Okay. I feel that they are going to show the trailer during Star Wars Celebration. Oh. I just don't think it's going to be, like, immediate. But I, I, I do think it's going to be, at, at this point, my thought is it's going to be at the in the last day. Because I do think there's one more, if I'm not mistaken, I do think there's one more ro- major Rogue One panel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's going to be the most likely option for um, them to show, to for them to at least release the trailer. Or who knows, they could randomly release it and the internet blows up tomorrow. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, so that's what we did and did not get from um, the Rogue One panels and different things. Um, there's probably some stuff with Rebels, and but we're not going to get into all that at this point. Maybe once um, Celebration wraps up and we have some more definitive things, maybe if we get a Rebels Season 3 trailer. Think about that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's what was going on at that. Would you say that, were you disappointed by what we've gotten from Celebration because of no trailer? Or were you just like, eh? I mean, I'm kind of eh about it yeah. because like, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm not really like a huge yeah. huge Star Wars fan. Um, you, you know that. Um, but I do want to see a second trailer. I think it's about time that we do a get one. full trailer. Um, we only exactly. have a teaser. Exactly. So yeah. I, I do think that it's time that we get one. I'm not saying I need... I'm not like you. I think I need, like, this instant, like, right oh, now. I need this like, <laughs> no, like, I'm fine. I just yeah. want it, like, I want it within this month. I think it's reasonable to ask for yeah. it within this month. If you don't give it to sure. me by, like, July, by the end of July, I'm going to be pissed. It's ridiculous. It's been yeah. months since we've gotten even a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Or a trailer. You know what? A full trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but and yeah. Who knows? By the time people listen to this podcast, maybe the trailer will already be out and this conversation will be inconsequential. So who knows? Guys. But if oh that well. is the case, you can laugh at me crying about the trailer, whatever. Um, because I am disappointed. But anyway. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to our recommendations, which what we always kind of end with. So, Ozzy, what do you have for your recommendation for this podcast? It's going to be for all of you guys who rival against Star Wars and Star Trek. Okay, i i hate to i hate to I hate to burst your bubble. Okay, but I like both. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to say Star Wars Into Darkness. Star Trek and Darkness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right oh, my gosh. Oh, wow, guys. Star Trek Into Darkness. Sorry, guys. It's not that's, Star Wars. that's actually a segment I've been thinking about <laughs> recently. I kind of want to just do a segment where we say just random things that'll piss people off that we actually believe. Like, for instance, Seinfeld sucks. There, I said it. Come at me. 
I can. I I actually agree with that. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> oh, we're double this again. I today. tried getting into that show, and I'm just like, this is not no. All right, not anyway, only right. like one <laughs> scene that I like in that whole entire show. <laughs> uh, anyway, continue on with your recommendation with Star Trek. Star Wars Into Darkness. No. <laughs> Star Trek Into Darkness is definitely um one of my favorite movies of that year. I think it came out in 2013, I believe. And it is a fantastic it is very movie. Great villain, Benedict um, Cumberbatch. It's my favorite role with him. Benedict Cumberbatch absolutely killed it in that movie. The dialogue in that movie is, is great. The tension is great. Um, you def- There's definitely some twists in there. Yeah. And, I mean, I know a lot of people are just like, oh my gosh, do we really in space that much? Oh my gosh, you don't really see a lot of aliens. I don't give a damn. Like, this movie was, like, really fantastic. Like, you guys need, for those of you guys who think it sucks, like, you guys really need to see this just as, like, its own individual movie. And it is a great movie. You cannot sit there and tell me that the villain in this movie was not, like, bad. Like, I I have friends who don't even like Star, Star Trek, Star Wars, and they really liked. Yeah. This type of um, sci-fi fantasy um, film, and it was just so great. I would, I would watch this movie a thousand times over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's your recommendation. Um, mine is going to be because yours is kind of like tying into next week's movie with Star Trek Beyond, which mm-hmm. I really cannot wait to review after kind of seeing some of the early reactions to that, but. Mine is for the next week after this week, or after this coming weekend, the next weekend. Um, I would just say the Bourne franchise. I mean, really the Bourne trilogy, because you can ignore Legacy. Um, but. Did you like Legacy? I think if it didn't have Bourne on it, it would be a fine spy thriller, but without the, because it has a Bourne title and no actual Jason Bourne, it's stupid. Um, but anyway. Uh, the first three movies are absolutely fantastic, and I met a surprising amount of people who are, who are like, oh, it's boring. I think you watched it when you were either too young or something, if you think those movies are boring, because those movies, it's a great trilogy. It might be one of the best trilogies you'll ever get, honestly. Like, the first movie is, it's incredible. It takes, it takes a simple thing of, like, a guy with no memory. Of what he's doing, but he slowly starts to discover that he's got special skills. And then it just expands on it. And in the second one, it's more of a revenge movie. And then the third one, it just goes even farther. And it's like, I, 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 all those movies are great. So I would definitely recommend the Bourne trilogy and Matt Damon. It's his, it's his iconic role. And based on our Twitter poll, Jason Bourne is no, the American I mean, um, but we're, it, we're just getting into that real quick. Um, I'm going to have another poll about that because we are going to have another debate on it because we, we only touched on it. We have, we touched on it. We only touched on it for like, what a five minutes of the show. I think what was it like the yeah. last episode, right? And then I threw it out people blind. People and weighed in. It was close I'm to be fair. To and no, 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 no. To be fair. It because I, I've talked to like numerous people about this. Who haven't even seen Mission Impossible? Who don't like? Who don't even like? Who and who don't even like Mission Impossible? I was like, and I've explained it to them, and they're like, well, okay. of course, because you've explained it to them. That's the thing. I'm throwing it at people blind. I, in all my polls, I said just I just threw it at them. Mm-hmm. You try to explain it to people, and you're like, and then you stop, make them side with you. If you just throw the question at them blind, that is a horrific thing. You can't throw something at them blind. Mm-hmm. That's like throwing Trump and Hillary Clinton at them blind. Okay. Like, that's horrific. But that's you're not getting people's honest opinion if you try to sway them first. I'm not swaying anything. I'm giving facts. No, no, no. no. I'm exactly. Facts. That's the thing. No, when if you, I'm giving, what yeah, you want to do? This, like not giving facts of like the yes, story? Just give them the question. No, I yeah, exactly. Facts, this is facts. facts. What's the man. all right now? Here we'll have another poll. <laughs> What's the most fair way to ask people things? It's to present your side, your side. No, not my side. The facts of the story. Yeah. Okay, your side. No, not my side. It's, it's We're gonna side. have a discussion on this, it's, guys. Anyways, so your recommendation is the Jason Bourne yes. trilogy. Okay, 
guys. Yeah, this is this is called being stubborn. When you think that presenting your side is the fact, no, and my it, side is the fiction. Oh my! I'm not saying that your side is fictional. <laughs> I'm not saying that your side is fictional at all. No, but you're tre- you're saying that you are only dealing in the facts because you're presenting your side. No. Yes. I'm talking about the... Okay, what my facts are is the facts of both stories. Both stories. No. Yes. Don't even try me. Try and just throw it at them blind. Anyways. Anyway. Carlos, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, and that's where you'll see the result of the poll. Which, which is uh, 55 to 45, right? Yes, on Twitter, but I also asked on Facebook, and all combined, Jason and Bourne won by, I think, three or four votes. Just like. So it wasn't necessary. It was close, but it, to be fair, and I will be fair, I'm doing the most fair about this, not trying to sway people, because you were in the comment section of my Facebook thing, all up in there, trying mm-hmm. to like convince people, which is ridiculous because I wasn't presenting my side. But you can present whatever. your side all no. you want. No one's no. stopping you. I am <laughs> stopping you. I deleted your comments. <laughs> you deleted my. You deleted one of my comments. Anyway, um, all right. You can find me on Twitter at cherry four five six, and yeah. And I would also please, 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 please share this podcast. We're trying to get our listenership up. And please rate and review because that will help people find us on iTunes. Yes, I cannot agree with that more. People can find me on Twitter at CastroAzzy. And please, guys, please do subscribe to us. And please do follow our Instagram page. And do we have we don't have a Twitter page for this, right? Not yet. Okay, so please follow us on there as well so guys we hope you guys enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes stitcher or on soundcloud please write and review the podcast on itunes it's if you guys use itunes i know some of you android samsung guys out there anyways it's this point this is spring fellas 